Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguerre Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguerre Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Total, total praise 
us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that you did not leave our Savior to die in the grave and to remain there. But we thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to resurrect him. For your word says that if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then he also shall quicken your mortal bodies even by the same spirit and so we thank you that you sent the holy spirit to be with us that our mortal bodies may also be quickened in the name of jesus i pray for everybody here that your presence will be with us and that your presence will be in us in jesus name i pray amen, amen. let's all take our seats a happy easter to all of us, Christ is risen. Amen. Some people also say, Christ is risen. We are forgiven. Let us forgive. Um, but before I continue, I have an announcement to read. Just want to read it and then we move on. It is with deep regret and with great sorrow that we announce the sudden passing away of of Dr. David Heward Mills after a short illness. David was the first son of our founder and our presiding bishop. David was a medical doctor working and living in the U.S. He was 31 years. We also, as a church, are deeply heartbroken. However, we stand with our leader and his family and believe that God will comfort and see us through this very difficult season. Please respect the privacy of the family during this difficult time. The funeral arrangements will be communicated in due course. We kindly ask that you bear them up in prayer. 
So before we continue, we'd just like to stand to our feet and pray for Bishop, pray for his wife, Sister Adelaide Ward Mills. We want to pray for his children, Bishop Joshua, Daniela, and Paula. He would melt that God will be with them and God will strengthen them and God will comfort them. We want to pray that um, this situation will also turn around for their good in the name of Jesus. Pray for them as you would pray for yourself. Or as you yourself will love to be prayed for. Ask for the God of all comfort to supply to them the necessary and the needed comfort through this very difficult time that the enemy meant it for evil, but God will turn it around for good. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Bishop before you. He has stood with us. He has encouraged us in our darkest moments. He has led us through deep sorrow, deep darkness, our own calamities. He has always been there for us. We pray for his wife, Sister Adelaide, he was Mills, that you will Comfort her with much comfort. We pray for Bishop Joshua. Ah, Lord. As the only brother he's known had departed, we pray for his heart that you comfort him also. And Daniela and Paula also, Lord. Let this turn out for their good. We lift the immediate family before you. We ask for all protection and the courtesies of heaven to be extended to them. Your word says that we should not be amazed with a great amazement. We pray that you comfort their hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. How are you feeling? Ask your neighbor, how are you feeling? What did the person say? That there's a type of feeling. You know, it shows you how connected we truly are. You see, 99% of you who are here, you've never even seen him before. I'm sure 90% of you who are here, this is the first time you are even hearing his name. You see, but the sadness you are feeling is not even because of him, but because of his father and how you feel him and the feeling. You see, so that tells you that whoever you think you are, you are more connected than you think. You see, and so you cannot just behave like you are not connected. You see, because if something happens to you, it will affect more people than you think it will affect. 
I'm sure as she was in the U.S., she was not thinking of Teshin. Macario's house Teshin. No, but it has affected us here. Deeply. Deeply. You see, so if you are in this church, have a good heart that you are part of something and that you are part of a family. Truly, really part of a family. You know, and we all go up together. You know, and whatever happens to you, it happens to everybody else. You will not know. You know, so let's behave properly. <laughs> I don't know what else to say than to say let's behave properly. That's why I said it. Today and next week, I want to share with you about forgiveness made easy. Yes. Forgiveness made easy. Christ is risen. He has forgiven. Let us also forgive. You see, the problem of mankind is unforgiveness. Bearing grudges. Bitterness. The problem of mankind is seeking revenge. And what they are saying is true. 23,000 Russians dead in Ukraine. 4,000 Ukrainian soldiers dead in Ukraine. Apart from the civilian deaths, soldiers alone, 4,000 Ukrainian soldiers. Russian soldiers alone, 23,000. I don't know how many civilians in Ukraine have been killed. All because of unforgiveness. All because of unforgiveness. World War II, over 50 million people killed because of unforgiveness. World War One. I, I don't know how many tens of millions killed because of unforgiveness. Iraq war because of unforgiveness and lies. Gulf War One, Gulf War Two, lies and hypocrisy and unforgiveness. Afghanistan, they can't you bomb your uh, what do you call that tower? Twin tower, twin towers. You will forgive. So for twenty years. Thousands of U.S. soldiers dead in Afghanistan because of unforgiveness. People's fathers, people's wives, people's children because of unforgiveness. It is so unforgiveness is more serious than you may think it is. An inability to let go of wrong suffered. Matthew chapter 18. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Some versions say calamity, destruction, terror is coming to the world because of sin, temptation, offenses, wrongs. For it must needs be that offenses come. Some versions say it is necessary that offenses should come. Some versions say, certainly offenses will come. But woe to that man by whom the offense comes. You see, we are unable to forgive, mainly because we didn't expect it. <laughs> but I want to teach you this morning to expect it. As I pastor you, I'm expecting you to offend me. As I pastor you, I'm expecting offense. So when it comes, I expected it anyway. 
There's a saying that he who does not expect shall not be disappointed. We yeah, are expecting it. That you offend me. You say you come, you won't come. That you say you come early and you come late. That you say, ah, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting that one day I'll be called a thief. I'm, I'm expecting it. One day I was telling someone who was preaching in India. And I was telling them that one day today you love me, you are saying God's kind of good thing. One day you call me a thief. And you go, oh, how, Pastor? But one day I was called a thief. Yes. And I just laughed because I was expecting it. The man said, He will marry you. If you let me sleep with you, I'll marry you. I'm going to marry you anyway. So one plus two is equal to two plus one. Why not? Then after that, he said, Ah, you are an Ewe. I'm an Ashanti. You are an Ewe. I'm a Fante. My mother said, In our family, we don't marry Ashantis. When you were telling me this, didn't you know I was an Ashanti before you were saying these things? I'm expecting, I'm teaching you to expect offense because Jesus taught us to expect offense. You see, and Jesus, you see, if you read him, man, many times he told the disciples that you will all forsake me. He expected them to betray him. So when they betrayed him, as you can see, he wasn't surprised. When he rose from the dead, he didn't even ask that why, that why did you betray me? He told Peter, before the cock rose, you will deny me three times. So when Peter denied him, he wasn't surprised. He was expecting it. He would rather have been surprised if Peter had not betrayed him. Yes. I'm teaching you to, ex- to expect betrayal. I'm teaching you to expect to be offended. <laughs> I'm teaching you to expect to, uh, people to treat you wrongly. I'm teaching you to expect that people will say something and they will do it. I'm teaching you to expect that people will have the power to do something nice for you and they won't do it. I'm teaching you to expect it because Jesus taught us to expect it. And by his own life, he showed us that he expected bad things. So when they happened, he didn't react wrongly. Bible said that he did not commit himself unto man because he knew what was in man. He, I mean, he knew us. So when we behave like men, he was so surprised. You are so shocked that somebody lied to you. But the Bible said that God is not a man that he should lie. Human beings are pathological liars. Pathological. Born liars. We, we lie more than... Uh, the word lie. That's how human beings are. I'm on my way to church. Meanwhile, you are now bathing. Yes. I'm almost in the office. Not when you are rather the church row in High Street. I'll be there soon. You are now leaving the house. I couldn't come to church because I had a stomach pain. You, you didn't have no stomach. You were just tired and we had sleep. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm very sorry I missed your call. You didn't miss the call. You saw it and you didn't pick it. What are you saying? We are pathological. That's why, can you imagine it? They'll catch a drunk driver. They'll catch a murderer. When they go to go, the standard plea is not guilty. Then let's start talking. Meanwhile, he does not say it. But like, part of going to court is to say not guilty. 
after you say not guilty, then it's not the job of their lawyer to see how he can bring that not guilty you said to come to pass. But see, but not that you are not guilty, but part of going to court is to say not guilty. One day, someone went to court. True story. And when they asked him, how do you plead? He pleaded. Day one in court, he pleaded guilty and said everything that happened. They couldn't believe from the judge to his lawyer to the opposing lawyer to nobody could like why like why should you speak the truth in court? We don't do that here. Me, meanwhile, if the Bible they are brought and you sworn on it, oh, not a comic or daily graphic. You put your hand on the word of God and with a straight face, sworn. Me, not guilty. <laughs> it's part of. Human beings. So don't be surprised when people lie to you. It's part of humanity. You see, that's what I'm teaching you this morning because the shock that brings the unforgiveness is that you didn't expect this person to behave in this way. Then Jesus, you know those things, if your left hand causes you to sin, if your uh, left leg causes you to sin, if your left eye causes you to sin, cut it out. Then he said, where are we? Verse 15. Let's jump to verse 15. Moreover, if thy brother shall sin or trespass against you or do something wrong to you, go and tell him his fault between the two of you. Do not go and gossip about it. Do not gossip about it. Have you seen how opposite we are to what Jesus expects? I'd rather shall trespass against you. Go and discuss it with him between the two of you. And if he hears you, you have gained your brother. He didn't say go and tell your friends, go and tell your mother, your father, go and tell uh, uh, Fourth Estate. Go and tell Fourth Estate what your brother, your fellow Christian brother has done against you. So go and discuss it with him. You see, and you see that eh, every time you go and discuss somebody's fault privately, the person who has admitted that, oh, I'm sorry, it's true. Oh, I didn't try. I mean, if your slate has not been paid, for example, just an example I'm giving. For example, okay, Renee, you are a boss. If one of your staff comes to you, oh, that, oh I think you omitted to pay my snacks from June to August. I just noticed this anomaly and wondered, won't you go and pay? It's nothing. But if you hear from, let's say, for example, some online newspaper called 10th Properties, for example, 10th Properties, and writing that this company has not paid their, will you not rise up to fight it? Yes. So you see that what Jesus said is true. That if somebody offends you, Go to him and discuss it. And he is likely he will listen to you. If you do, then you get your And the secret is, the, the person who you wrong, who comes to you privately, you rather develop a certain respect for the person. Yes. You even give him more. Rather than they take you to... Can you imagine you wake up one morning and you are on Facebook? That you are one of a star from the 
your branch in South Africa say that you have not paid his net. What? Yes. Verse 16. But if he will not listen to you, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, that you went to beg, you went to apologize, you went to say I'm sorry, you went to try to make amends. Not that you ran to safe community to go and publish it on Facebook. Darkness in Eddie's Pizza. <laughs> Verse 18. Darkness in Eddie's Pizza. Verily I say unto you. Oh, Verse 17. Sorry. And if you shall neglect to hear them, after everything you've done, tell it to the church. Bring the case to the uh, uh, executive council of the church. Not to third uh, apartments. Third apartments. <laughs> and if you are neglect, tell it to the executive council of the church. Talk to the pastors about it. But if you neglect to hear the church, then let him be as a heathen man in the public. Now, you think about it though. The person who says he has been offended, or the person who has been offended, if he cannot forgive, sack him from the church. This is what the Bible is saying. You would have thought that the person who rather did the sin should be sacked from the church. But Jesus is saying that the person who has sinned but cannot forgive, sack him from the church. This is it. Verse 17, go, please go back. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be as unto you a heathen man and a publican. Can you imagine that Jesus is saying that if you cannot forgive, you who cannot forgive, the person who has wronged you, you should be sacked from the church. Be careful. When you say you've been wronged, several attempts have been made to placate you, to get you to back down, get you to see reason, get you to even uh, out of court settlement. And you cannot receive it. By the time you see your name is out of the book of life, because the next verse says that, verse 18, look at what he said. Whatsoever you shall bind on it shall be bound in heaven. That, see what is, if they sack you from the church on earth, you'll be sacked from the church in heaven. This is what Christ is saying. I'm just reading, but are we not reading the same thing? Look, he's, when he spoke of, un, of unforgiveness, try, try, try. Then he said, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth, in Luke, it said that whosoever sins you remit shall be remitted unto them. God is bound by your forgiveness and your anger. That's why when Ahimelech went for Abraham's wife, he told Ahimelech the king, go to Abraham. Let him pray for you for he is a prophet. If he forgives you, I will forgive you. By the time you see, as you are sacked from the church on earth, spiritually, you also be sacked from the church in heaven because you won't forgive. Mercy. Verse 21. Peter, being a spiritual man, saw the big danger 
in the big problem and the implications of what Jesus was talking about. But let me show you a better way. The better way is the way of Jesus. You see, even though he said that if somebody has sinned against you, go and talk to him about it. In his own case, he, he never spoke about it. The best way is just to forgive and don't even bring it up. He never asked Peter, why did you betray me? He never asked the disciples, why did you run away? He just let go of the issue. Because I can tell you from experience that sometimes when you go and talk about it, it makes things worse. Because usually the person who offended you eh, never had an intention to offend you. Has no mind to, like, it was a mistake he made. Now to bring it up, those of you relationships who like bringing things up, let's discuss it. When we went out and the waitress was going, you tend to look at her. Why did you look at her when she turned to go? Meanwhile, you saw somebody outside through the glass door who looked like your cousin. So you are looking at your cousin or like the person who you don't look like your cousin and not the back of the waitress. Hey, they said, no, we should discuss it. Compulsory question number one. <laughs> you see that? At the way, okay, I'm sorry for looking at the waitress. And then decide, I will never go out again. We'll stay at home and eat chicken. Every time we go out, they ask you, why did you look at this person? Why didn't you look at this person? When I was ordering the food, your mind was on. <laughs> Charlie, we beg, we beg. Let's just stay at home. Hmm. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, this forgiveness, sin is, this forgiveness thing is serious. <laughs> How many times shall I forgive my neighbor? Until seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Verse 21. Verse 23, sorry. 23. Therefore, in the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, likened unto a certain king, which will take account of his servants. Please be changing fast. And when he had begun to take the accounts, Judgment day. Always think of judgment day and you always make the right decisions. When he began to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents, which in the conversion is about $293 million. You owed more than Ghana. <laughs> Jens Roka. But for as much as he had not to pay, because if you owe 293 million, you can't pay. You have to bring E levy, you have to do F levy, G levy, K levy, you have to do oh, increase taxation, you have to increase fuel. You can't pay. It's so much. You're going to borrow for one district, one factory, two district, ten factories. You're going to borrow free education, going to borrow the day. Yes, Roker. Yeah, we go pay. Wait till man will see before. When we die, our children will pay. If our children can't pay, their children's children will pay. Oh, wait till man will see before. Yen Shroka. If I got Bobus Yan. Yen Shro. For as much as he didn't have to pay. Look, you people, if you are not careful, one day World Bank will come for Ghana. 
<laughs> For as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold. Hey! And his wife, be careful you don't marry a man who is not afraid of death. They'll sell you. Your wedding went for a loan to do the wedding. Ah, you buy the wrong horse. You are in the wrong trotro. The trotro, he didn't choose the right one. He didn't pray. <laughs> hey, look. Any man you are going to marry, he says he's going for... But I, but, but I know somebody who went for a loan to do his wedding. Hey, the engagement, not the wedding. The engagement... It tossed you like problems. The reception was from Golden Tulip. Golden Tulip came to cater. Toss. For as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold. And his wife and his children. I said, any man who goes for loan to do wedding, engagement, Charlie, tell yourself that uh, I had a dream Last night, like how orangus do when they want to leave the church, they say the Holy Spirit said, You to when you see him that he's not afraid of loan for wedding. Look, wedding, you can do wedding for five thousand cities. Oh, I'll show you a secret about wedding. When you do a cheap wedding, everybody who comes secretly whispers, they are very wise. That's what I've seen. They are very wise. Oh, you see that Charlie, they finished, they are married. Have you seen these foolish people who are trying to do a big wedding? It's true. It always happens at the reception when you don't give them food, only so below, and then you cut the cake. Everybody whispers, they are very wise. You see how they've had a nice wedding. Have you seen Cecilia and Jojo? They are still. Trying to save money to do something they cannot do. Hey, I hear they didn't go for a loan. People will be insulting other people at the wedding and praising the person who had done a cheap wedding and is married. So, as soon as your beloved, look, a, a wedding, the only important people are the first two rows the priest, bride, and groom, two witnesses from the man's side. Two witnesses from the woman's side. Everybody else is useless. You are feeding 1,000 useless people. <laughs> 1,000 useless people who would take away person to go and give to their cousins. Anyway. You see soon, your wife has been sold. May you never be sold in Jesus' name. So don't marry a man who can sell you. The servant therefore fell down. When he heard that they are about to sell his wife and children, he fell down. If you are wise, you fall down. And worship the Lord saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. 27. And the Lord of that servant was moved. Like the way the, Lord, the guy fell down worshiping. Begging, begging. I mean, he said, Father, my wife, she's a very nice woman. If you take her away from me, the, the, the man you sell her to will love her. When I pay you, I can't get her back. I beg you. He had compassion on, on him. 
Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion by the same servant. Now, this is where the problem starts from. The same servant went out and found one of his other fellow servants, one of his other human beings, one of his fellow sinners, one of his fellow offenders, one other person just like himself, who owed him only a hundred. He owed 10,000 talento. This guy owed him only 10 pence. And he laid hands on him, check this out, took him by the throat. The person who even owed the 10,000 didn't even hold his throat. But this guy took him by the throat and said, Pay me that, that. Oh, look. I mean, if you've been forgiven, when you see the guy say that, Charlie, the money, take him, take him, take him, it's okay. That like what you've been even blessed with, it's far more. Then his fellow servant fell down at his feet and also begged him. You see the same way he had used that word. Have patience with me. I will pay thee all. The way we go to God and know that say, Father, forgive me. I have sinned. But when somebody to come to you, don't we tell one, one another, please forgive me. The same words. Forgive me. I'm sorry. The same way we also tell the father, forgive me, I'm sorry. The same way somebody comes to you also and says, forgive me, I'm sorry. Have patience with me, I'll pay you verse 30. So, verse 30. But he would not. Maybe it was a gamma. Maybe he was an Ashanti. I told the guys don't forget. I shout this who don't forget. Who come up and remember? They don't also don't forget. But he would not. But went out and cast him into prison from throat to prison until he should pay the debt. Oh. When his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry. Some versions were very angry. And they came and told the master all that the guy had done. You see, when you are unforgiving, people see through you. And there are people to also take you up on Facebook. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I said, you! You are saying this! You are... Hey, I see these people. Somebody was saying when David, he was nearly died, that hey, when these people hear it, what they'll see on Facebook, then I said, if meters are here, fit. <laughs> yes, I said meters. If I hear thing from any of these six people, because I've been told, don't say anything again. I said, I respect. I'm an obedient son, but if I hear thing, what will happen on earth? <laughs> Jesus has to come. Jesus has to come quickly. What will happen on Earth? Planet Earth, not Mars, not Saturn, not Jupiter. Earth. What will happen unless they leave voluntarily? Oh, yes. You see, the thing about not forgiveness 
fellow servants who see how you don't forgive, they rise up and say, ah, but you, we, but you, we know you. We know you. You are not as clean or as perfect as you are making yourself out to be. Yes. Hey, it won't be good though. The world will be set on fire. Oh no. I said, it won't be good. Nobody can control us. I'm already like a dog on a leash that is like being held by me. There's, you see, there's a difference between orangu and death. You see, when death comes in, like, there's even a say that, that you don't speak evil of. Like, death brings a certain fear and finality that we don't go to death like that. Yes. You don't mock someone. If I, it, it won't be good. And it's the idea about where it is. When they come out, you can't take them back. But there's also a way. You just come and say, I'm sorry for what I said. But you said it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said. But didn't these guys go to court the other day and said, if the judge says the uh, defamation, whatever, they will apologize. Yes. We do, we do, we do how to talk and apologize. The same thing. That is Lord. You see, you should be careful about the anger of fellow servants. Oh, because your fellow servants, they know you. They know you more than even their Lord knows you. Their Lord didn't know you are going to cast someone through the Lord. It's the fellow servants. Fellow brothers. Then his Lord, after he had called him, said, Ah, but you wicked man, I forgive you all your debts because you asked me. Those of you who don't like praying to God for forgiveness, <laughs> your sins are with you. <laughs> yes, your sins are with you. Did they ask? He said, If you will confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you a cleansing for If you will confess it, he said that I forgive you because you asked me to. If you had not asked me to, I would not have forgiven you. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant? In the same way as I had pity on you. You say a man has deceived you. What about the man that you have also deceived? Ah. Why are you saying? <laughs> you see, when I was doing psychology in the university, there's something they taught us called fundamental attribution error. And with that one, it's the same as what Jesus said about moat spotting. In fact, you can prove psychology a lot from the Bible. A lot. Psychology is all from the Bible. In fundamental attribution error, they teach that. When you do something wrong, you attribute it to the environment. Why did you steal? I, no, I didn't have money. I was broke. I was hungry. I was very hot. I was in the church. I didn't have money. That's why I stole money to pay. I'm a good person, but I was hot. But when somebody does the same thing, you attribute it to his personality. He stopped because he is a thief. But you stopped because you were hot. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's the same stealing. Oh. She fornicated because she's a bad girl. But you fornicated, you don't know what, what happened. <laughs> it is true or not true? Apostle, I don't know what happened. 
And all that. You don't know what happened. When we are going to the house, you didn't know what would happen. You are here telling me, Apostle, I don't know what happened. All that I saw, I was wearing my trousers. You went out and wear your trousers. But when somebody that appears, ah, he's a bad person. And his Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all that was due him. How would you pay 290 whatever million? But because of your own unforgiveness, because you cannot forgive. Look, always have in your mind that we came into this world with nothing and it is certain that we shall live with that. Anything that happens to you, you find a way to tell it so it doesn't matter. A man bounces you, you just tell yourself that maybe he, he, would, he would have divorced me. Maybe he would have died. Look, I know one of our pastors, he says he was going to marry a girl. On the way to do the marriage, then suddenly his mother just said no. She just changed and, didn't, and told him not to marry the girl. When the girl got married later to someone else, exactly one year on their wedding day, the girl died. And he was saying that, hey, if I had what the one who had married her, now as a pastor, as a bishop, my wife is dead. What do you do? You may never know what God is delivering you. Any bad thing that happens to you, find a good. The Bible says the just shall live by his faith. Always find a good reason to plaster on top of any bad thing that has happened to you. Otherwise, you will not survive on this earth. Because you soon be delivered to the tormentors. Go, go, go back. Go back. His Lord was angry. Why make God angry with you? And delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all, not some, all that would be. Why? Because he won't forgive somebody 10 pence. You know, sometimes when I look at people sending, doing this, I just say, oh, it's between they and God. Sometimes people wrong me. And when they wrong me, I tell myself, maybe God doesn't want me to trust this person. That's why he has allowed the person to do this to me. So I don't give myself to the person. That's all. Then I move on. You cheat me. I say, maybe I've also cheated someone and I've forgotten. So cheat me. If, if God, look, we said I went to preach in someone's church. And the protocol is that when you go and preach, You'll be given a gift. It's called an honorarium. It's a blessing. And then you pray for him. He said, oh yeah, so your officers called me. So, oh, he didn't mind. And then he called again that I should come again. My office thought I wouldn't go. I said, I'll go. When I went, he said, aha. So, on Tuesday, I'll come to your office. He has not even called to say I couldn't come. I told my office, if he invites me again, I will go again. Oh, yes. The Bible says, freely have you received, freely given. So if he chooses not to bless, I told my officer that it's a blessing to be invited. That's all. I'm not doing this for money. It cannot be. <laughs> it cannot be, may, may God deliver me. It can never be. Because I said, maybe somebody too has come into my life that I'm supposed to honor, and I also didn't honor the person. Finish. Anything that you are tempted to be unforgiving about, think of how you also have done the same. 
You are angry with your husband that he doesn't talk to you. How often do you also talk to God? How often do you talk to God? He didn't text you. How often do you also text God? Or text the pastor who represents God? <laughs> cool down on your unforgiveness. I said cool down on your unforgiveness. He said, as I had pity on you. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. And Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. Some virtually have faith in God, but really say that have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain or pray from the flow prayer book. <laughs> and say, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Something as powerful as a mountain, you can cast it into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Wow, a man of faith, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have what he says. Man of faith and power, everything you say come to pass. The Lord watches over his, the words of his servant to perform it. Powerful, your prophetic ministry is sharp. <laughs> Therefore, I say unto you. Whatsoever things you desire, whatever you desire, what do you desire? Sweet marriage, beautiful house with a smiling Mercedes Benz breathing on the car park. You know, some cars park, some other cars breathe. Some cars they breathe. Have you seen some cars where you even spark them? You don't hear the engine. One dear friend of mine had a brand new, uh, what car was it? What car was this car? Honda Pilot. Beautiful, brand new. And so that a prayer meeting. And I think the prayer was a long prayer meeting. So she went to sit in her car and sparked it and put the air condition on. And was sitting in it to cool off on the church car park. Then two brothers came to stand by her car. The engine was so silent. They couldn't hear that the engine was on. And they were gossiping about who? Me. <laughs> yes. But that's, not what I'm, but that's not the point. The point was the silent engine. <laughs> but some other cars, you hear, oh. It's that like the car is announcing. But the, the, when you are breathing, no, nobody hears that you are breathing. Some cars, they breathe for them. Hey. Therefore, I say unto you, what the best things you desire? When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. When we were at the Independence Square, this Good Friday, powerful, Bishop said, pray for three things. Lift up your finger, number one, this pray number two. This number three. What is it? Number one, I prayed for something that I've been struggling with for months or weeks. And I said, God, as I pray this prayer, let this be my good Friday miracle. I can say that good Friday. This is the prayer I prayed, and you answered it. When you stand praying, believe 
The next day, somebody called me that. Oh, there's this thing I want you to know about. I said, ah, I told my wife, this is what I was praying for yesterday as my prayer topic number one. Believe. 24, 24, take us back. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. You want to get married this year? Believe. You want a new car this year? Believe. You want a new, not a new wife, a new uh, <laughs> something this year? Believe. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, you shall have them. 25. And when you stand praying, forgive. When you stand praying, forgive. When you stand praying, first of all, forgive. If you have ought against any that your father which is in heaven may also forgive you. Your own. How come that we are so unforgiven when we are so sinful? One day, some people went to a church <laughs> for church what service. All the powerful things that happened in the church, powerful preaching, powerful praise and worship, powerful atmosphere, powerful whatever. All that they saw was a sister wearing what? A short dress on the stage in that church. Oh, why, 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 why was it the mercy for? I pray, oh, I was the mercy for. Ah, uh, okay, I should preach. Okay. So, in that church, <laughs> in that church, when they closed the service, they came to the pastor. They said, Pastor! The pastor said, Yes, my daughters. And they said, Did you see? And the pastor said, see what? Then the uh, people said, did you see the short skirts on the stage? The pastor said, which? Where short skirts? No, but it's inappropriate and very detrimental to the spiritual well-being of the ecclesia. Ecclesia. (laughs) Ecclesia. Do you know ecclesia? Do you know ecclesia and you are in church on Easter Sunday? You don't know Ecclesia? You don't know Ecclesia? <laughs> you are not serious Christians. Okay. If you don't know Ecclesia, what about ecumenical? <laughs> it's not good for the ecumenical sanctity of the uh, church auditorium. Ecumenical sanctity. Ah. Then the pastor said, he looked at what he said, ah. But who wears short skirts more than you? The person, ah well, ah well, ah well, ah well, ah well, ah well. You see, we are all the same. Well, let me tell you something. We are all sinners. You know, should I tell you the two kinds of sinners in the world? There are only two kinds. Should I tell you the two kinds as we close? The ones you know and the ones you don't know. Those are the two kinds of sinners in the world. Those are the two kinds of sinners. The ones you know 
and then the ones you don't know. Those are the two kinds of sinners on earth. So as you move around, you see, that's why Jesus was not affected. When he sees somebody, he sees a sinner. But you see a righteous person. That's why you have so many problems. These are the two kinds of sinners. So where you stand before God, eh, stop thinking about, you know, one day somebody do some, went to do something very bad. And one pastor was advising him or her, Shim, to come and talk to me. <laughs> to come and talk to me. And then the pastor told the person, don't worry. Apostle has a very big heart. He will forgive you. He, she, she told the person, I've seen him forgive many people of grievous sins. Lauren, I didn't throw not true. I mean, I'm talking about somebody. Grievous <laughs> <laughs> sins. You see, but me, when people come to me, I'm saying, I'm saying, hey, who am I to judge? I'm forgiving you. I've nothing to say. My problem is people feel I've not forgiven them because they expect revenge or uh, wicked. I think, I think my face looks like a wicked person or what? I don't understand. But people expect like a wicked uh, When I was transferred to India, the pastors there told me that when they heard I was coming, they all discussed that they'll resign as soon as I arrive and all come back to Ghana. That if I'm the one coming to India, then I've been sent to kill them. When I arrived, they rather found me to be their best friend they've ever had in this world. Oh, yes. Don't mind the body. Mind the injury. <laughs> yes. I look at somebody. I say, look, Jesus Christ said, I condemn you not. If you won't condemn me, so I can't. I'm not the one who will condemn you. Hey. Bible says that seest thou a man overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, if you are spiritual, restore him. Don't judge him. Restore him in the spirit of meekness. Look, come here. You. Come. You know Lorena? You don't know Lorena. This one, you don't know her. Hey. For two years, she wouldn't allow me to talk to her. You see her say jumping, but for two years she will not look. I'm look. I speak English very well. Though. There are other words I can use, other sentences I can make. I said she would not allow me to. The day I gave up on her, she came to church. I was standing like this. As I was talking, don't you were not looking at me. That okay, stay. I was standing like like here. She's standing here. As I'm asking her, it's been a long time. She's facing like this. As I'm standing like that, here and here. She won't even bother to turn her head to see that like there's a human being whose vocal cords are making a sound in her direction. Where have you been? I've been around. <laughs> but you've not been coming to church. Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, that she, she was shaking her head. Are you okay? Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. So, will we be seeing you? I'm not sure. I think so. Hey! And I'm just standing there like an idiot. So, therefore, I said, God bless you. 
Then in my head, I knew I wouldn't see her again. Because I don't follow nonsense. <laughs> it's true. That's why every time you listen to her speaking, she say, I want to thank God for my father Samuel. Father Samuel. I want to thank God. Because as for me, I, look, the day Pastor Samuel told me that she's a chorister in his church, I said, oh, God, he's great. So they look at her. One of the main people talking to her is because of forgiveness. Oh, yes. But you, you can't forgive. Somebody does something against clap, clap for Lorena. Somebody does something against you, no revenge. You pay the price. You rot in hell. There's a special place for you in hell. Hey, take your time. You know, the person you are condemning today, you never know how the person will turn around and be a blessing to you. It's true. And you cannot forgive. Look, next week, Sunday, I'll be teaching you on the people you should forgive. Yes. People you should, like, specific people. So that, you see, specific people, because those, those are the people who will offend you most. It's true. That's the main message for this week. People you should forgive. Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. That in the Bible, it told that these people, one, let me just give you one apple. Your fathers. Fathers. Those people, fathers, you don't know them well. I told you, that's what the Bible says. Fathers are there for the rising and the falling of many. Fathers are there so that if you cannot, you fall. It's part of their job to make you fall. Fathers, part of their job is to make you fall. If you are not worthy. Yeah. And part of their job is to make you rise if you are worthy. I'm going to preach in a church in Kinshasa in uh, 18th and 20th. When they told me that this is the person who said, I didn't know him. So I went on Facebook. When he said he, he, he told them that they should tell me to call him. Before I called him, I said, let me check him out. So I went on his Facebook page. I typed his name. And I saw that. I, said, ah, I saw a picture. I said, is this it? He said, yes. When I looked, 1.55 million followers on Facebook. Because they are told that this man is a great man of God. He's, he's among the top four pastors in the family. Then I looked, he was preaching for a close friend of mine who is a major. I said, hey, when I spoke to him, he told me that, look, I don't know you, but we know Bishop Darky Ward Mills. And that's why we are inviting you. Because you, this is the second time somebody has invited me by telling me he doesn't want to invite me. <laughs> but yes. And all of them were in French countries. I don't know if it's a French tradition. But he told me that it's Bishop that we know. So we are inviting you. I'm risen by my father. But I, but I know many people, six very popular, who have fallen because of that same man. Yes. Many people. It's not just six people you know about. Oh, many have fallen because of him. Oh, yes. Fathers. You fall right now. Do you know why you fall right now? Because they are also not perfect. Like you are not perfect. Why should you rise if you cannot also receive them? With your imperfections as well. 
first you forgive them and then you rise they will also cause you to rise these six compadres they've fallen and will never rise because they could not forgive look your state has not been paid for one month 348 Ghana cities so your father is now Satan you say you are a modern day Martin Luther they are going to discredit his teachings will you start from the French books or the Spanish books where and will you start from sad where you cannot know I saw somebody had offended and when he was very offended and could not forgive me I felt sorry for him because I saw that his unforgiveness will not affect me it will affect him and I became afraid I said that hey this unforgiveness thing eh? it's Jesus said the person who cannot forgive though he has been wronged sack him from the church <laughs> and let me tell you something about sacking from the church in the end that justified the means whether you resigned or you were sad at the end you were out yes the most important is that you are out the method by which you went out is not important but when there's a divorce whether the man is the one who initiated the divorce or the woman initiated the divorce at the end there is a divorce hmm? unforgiveness is serious John 1 17 as we close the law came by Moses but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ in the Old Testament can you believe that there was nothing like forgiveness nothing an eye for an eye the lex talionis whatsoever you do you shall pay for it no that is like forgiveness in the Old Testament it's Jesus who brought the concept of forgiveness if you are a Christian you are commanded to forgive Let's stand to our feet. Pray for yourself as we close. Today we are late. Pray for yourself as we close. Oh, in your heart, release. Release people who have wronged you. Oh, yes, you were wronged. Oh, yes, you were wronged. Oh, yes, you were spoken to wrongly. You were spoken to badly. Oh, yes. You were mistreated. I'm not talking about theoretical mistreatment. I'm talking about really wrong things have been done. Because it is human beings you are dealing with. Yes. The person doesn't deserve to be forgiven. It's true. But I tell you, unforgiveness is more destructive to you than to the person who has wronged you. Rashimakapalabasumakaya release whoever from your heart and see the good that has come out of it Joseph told his brothers you meant it for evil yes your intentions were evil but God has turned it around for good look at the good that has come out of it and release the person release the people for your own sake you are the greatest beneficiary of your forgiveness. Your ability to forgive will bring you great results. Great freedom. Like I'm saying, maybe God wants you to start afresh. Maybe that relationship would have ended up in disaster. 
maybe in 10 years time, that relationship would have caused your downfall. Think about it and release the person. That he meant it for evil, but God has turned it around for good. The Bible says that all things are for your sakes. Rambi Kapulabasimakaya. Think about it. Maybe if Lorena had been a nice person then, Pastor Samuel, it's likely she should have been in Laboni by now and not here. So God has turned it around for good. Yes. All things are for your sakes. All things are for your sakes. Whatever it is that has rubbed you the wrong way, whatever it is that you are hurt about, leave it today at the altar. Leave it today at the altar. Leave it today in church. Never go back with a grudge in your heart. It's too dangerous for you. Your father didn't pay your school fees. Maybe if you had paid your school fees, you would have turned out different. You would have become a sports child. The girl didn't broke, she broke your heart. Maybe she's not the one God wants you to marry. Somebody promised to um, pay your school fees and, and after he started, began to demand for sex. So because of that, you had to stop school. Leave it. Maybe God doesn't want you to depend on a man. Maybe God wants to give you a different career. Leave it. Leave it. Maybe your husband cheated on you with somebody. Did he expect it? Leave it. Maybe you love him too much and God doesn't want you to love him like that because all your love must be for God. So God intentionally made him break your heart so that your love and your devotion would be for God alone. Your wife is not as nice as she should be. Huh? Maybe God doesn't want you to love her so deeply because the way you love her is too much. Maybe your teacher in school downgraded your marks and reduced your marks. Ah! Maybe God wanted you to learn harder or to change and do a different course. Kalubaya kasube kafala. Maybe your children don't treat you well. Ah, maybe God wants you to become a more prayerful person because children can be a source of agony. Maybe God wants you to become more prayerful. Or to give you the experience of Jacob whose children were all some way to drive him to spirituality. Kasima kufalibu samakaya. Christ is for is risen. We are forgiven. Forgive your father. You don't know what fathers go through. The stresses, the agony, the difficulties, stresses, pressures that fathers go through. Forgive your father. Forgive your mother. Forgive your brother. Forgive your sister who said something bad. Has somebody gossiped about you terribly? That had changed your fortunes. God didn't want you to rely on man or to trust. God was teaching you not to trust people. Many bad things I've been through. They've helped me to become a better counselor. 
and advisor and deliverer. Oh, yes. With every head bowed and with every eye closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. But I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to rededicate my life to God on this Easter Sunday. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you before we close. You want to say, Pastor, I want to rededicate my life. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. We'll pray and then we'll go home. Is there anybody here like that? Father, we thank you for the free gift of life you give us through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you are here and you are struggling with unforgiveness, I want you to put your hand on your heart. We will pray together and we'll close. There's somebody in your heart you know that you bear a grudge, some unforgiveness. Put your hand on your heart. Let us pray. Say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, let's all pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, I come to you asking for help to forgive. Just as your disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. And you answered their prayer. This morning, I also pray, Lord, help me to release this person. Help me. I am struggling. I know I should, but I can't. Help me to forgive this person that I do not walk in bitterness and unforgiveness. Help me to overcome this situation of unforgiveness. Help me to walk in the liberty of forgiveness. Whoever disappointed me, I release the person from my heart in Jesus' name. Amen. It is done. Put your hands together as you take your seats.